Hey guys, welcome back to Sisterish. Sis- Is that what you do? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, thank you. I was like, <laughs> that was close. You got it. Anyway, welcome back to Sisterish. Um, we are a podcast all about being our authentic selves, and we just want to just talk about our journey in life and random topics that we find interesting and we hope that you guys find interesting and, you know, just come out, come along on this journey with us. And, you know, if you guys have any, you know, feedback that you want to share with us or you want to put in any topics or you want advice or you want the tea on more of our lives, um, let us know. And you could do that by following us on the Instagram at sisterish underscore podcast or you know if you need like some extra character space in what you got to say you can email <laughs> us at sisterish podcast at gmail.com all right so hey erica that's right yeah what? yeah hey, look, at, look at that intro <laughs> um it's going it's going there's so many things i could talk about like let me say something really um <laughs> quick can you read this post-it one day we'll get a youtube so y'all can read this post-it is it backwards for you no i can read it okay should i read it out loud yeah go ahead it says shooting my shot at erica stay ready dm me <laughs> so um i was sitting on my balcony one day and um this car pulled up and i my balcony overlooks a parking lot not the best view but sometimes i get some good views of some men um, and so that's what had happened. Uh, a man pulled up and got out his car. I was looking. I was like, who that? Who that is? Who that, who that over there? What that Do is? Do he live here? Yeah. Who are you? Um, and I was like, oh, what should I do? What should I do? And so I just like came back in, wrote on this post-it, said shooting my shot, put my IG and said DM me. And I was going to run down and like stick it on his car. Except as I'm walking down the stairs, mind you, I look a hot mess because I'm just chilling. <laughs> but I was walking down the stairs and he started going back to his car because he parked his car and was like, I don't know, seeing someone, visiting someone who came out. He looked like he might have just been buying something. Maybe someone was selling something and he was just here to pick it up because it was real quick. And he, as I'm walking down the stairs, he was getting back in his car carrying this thing. And I was like, oh, God. If I was cuter, I'd still continue walking and just be like, I was going to do this cute thing. (laughs) Oh, you didn't do it? No, that's why the post-it is still here. Um, (laughs) You think I just, I actually have a stack of these just in my apartment, (laughs) shooting my shot. (laughs) Erica understood, stay ready, behind me. (laughs) I thought, no, I thought it just was like, you ended up not needing it because you talked to them. Oh, yeah. No, no. Didn't talk to him. I just was like, I look so ugly. Like, I'm just wow. not cute. <laughs> Jesus. Nice. And no, it was just, I literally, it was like one of the days that I just like, well, didn't do 
Maybe you should like, change that uh, that Instagram handle because it's definitely oh! not stay ready <laughs> if that's how you feel. I stay ready when I'm not in my house, okay? No matter, um, no matter. I know I need some cuter workout clothes because that's that's really it was all of it. It Bitch, was like I'm hold on, I'm sorry. Erica has a problem. She literally needs to go to shopping rehab or something because she has an issue. The fact that she I couldn't tell you I literally don't really ever go shopping and it's actually really sad now. Partly because, you know, I live by myself now and things are expensive and, you know, the job don't pay as much. So I'm like, you know, I like to just like online shop and buy online shop, you know. Window shop. Yeah. Window shop online Mm because even, you know, gas is too high. So, um, you know, just try to be economical. Um, But Erica over here, on the other hand, is literally like, I'm going into the office for about you know, three days. I need a whole new outfit. I will be in the office for a week and I need fits. Yeah. She needs, she needs new outfits because she literally doesn't wear the ones that she has now because she's not even going into the office. So like it doesn't need new ones. Yeah. She needs new ones for the ones that she doesn't even wear anyway. So it's just really ridiculous. Yeah. They've been seen. Okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, although everyone is quitting my job and I don't know any of these hoes no more. Like, I don't know none of these hoes in the office. Like, I'm like, I've been here five years and like, I've seen people in the same position, like turn over twice. Like, I'm like, oh, another new person who wants to be this role. Like what's wrong with this role? Cause people are constantly leaving. Um, so yeah, maybe I can wear some of the clothes that I actually have, but I was also thinking about it from like a, like a, I don't know how it's going to fit on my body. I didn't try it on. So I just thought I'd just buy something new. Because that's better. Because you know who's gonna fund co- my lifestyle, right? Because new clothes, you just automatically know how those fit. I sure didn't, because they're exactly. about to all go bad. Exactly. I'm only so keeping I'm like, like three out of seventeen outfits. Three right. out of seventeen, y'all. Crazy. Anyway, yeah. When your I'm body is bop bop bop, okay, <laughs> and all these clothes is made for the sticks, okay. And they don't know what's. They don't know. It just it don't work out. Okay. Okay. But anyway. That's what I wanted to say about that. That's hilarious. Okay, so basically, you didn't end up talking to that man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't feel my most confident self. So that's okay. Whatever. There's people who be up in this plaza, though, up in this complex, and I'm like, hm, hm, hm. so that's why I literally saved the post it. Because you like, I that it's was okay. Let's see somebody else. I see somebody else. <laughs> and now I got the post it ready. So instead, because at first I was on the phone with um, a coworker, and I was just like, I was actually FaceTiming her. I think we were FaceTiming. Yeah. And then I just um, was like, look at that. Look at that man. I was trying to see him through the bars. Because again, I'm I'm seated for whatever reason where I didn't stand up and like show him. It's fine. Um, yeah, same. So then I was like, what should I do? And then I went inside and wrote this post-it. But, you know, everyone take your risks. Okay. If you're thinking that, you know, you don't know where these hoes be at, I don't either. And so you stay inside because outside is ghetto. Just remember, if you stay cute enough in the house, so don't listen to me. I learned my lesson. If you stay cute enough in the house and you got to post it ready, you can shoot your shot as well. No, actually, I was seeing on TikTok and just on online and just like, also, this is kind of good common sense. It's like where to find men. It's like, yeah, you go to the store. It's like, okay, you, you know, depending on like what your age range and whatever you're looking for, it's like, you know, go to certain stores that 
the bank. I heard that that was a great deal. It's like you depositing money, you got a job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or like a home improvement store, you got a house. Okay. <laughs> I love that. That's good. That is good. You know, I like that. Stuff like that. Basically, those types of things where. You know, the grocery store, oh, you can cook or you know how to, uh, I don't know. You can take care yourself. of yourself. Okay. You know, so the grocery store, you know, all that stuff. So so basically stop going to the bar and the club because your husband ain't there. Them for the streets. Yeah. So anyway, what's going on? Okay. I'm also eating grapes, y'all. Sorry. It's late. I had a late night meeting. Yeah. I came from the gym and went to this meeting because I work out when I should be working, but they don't need me. So I mean, I literally, I literally rearranged my apartment. So what can I say? And guess what? We still employed. Okay. Take a lesson out of our book. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Um, allegedly this is yeah, all no. alleged no it's all legit i am still employed no, you got a I, you got a I, pink slip uh, allegedly Everything. allegedly what allegedly i rearranged my apartment during oh the- allegedly i went to the gym <laughs> you right <laughs> you right you right if you work at where i work at you didn't hear that uh, which yeah. this is why i don't be telling people about the podcast which is why i can't take off because i be talking about these hoes and all i know is them I don't know no people. <laughs> I just know them and I can't even tell them. So I'll be anyway. talking about each and every one of y'all. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So basically the only thing that I want to like update y'all on is not that deep, um, but kind of is. So there's this guy that I've been talking to. I don't know if I ever gave him a nickname, but um, no, he's in, I met him in December, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, he's, he's been around for a guy. while. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what about him though? What's his Okay. Story? So basically so stupid he never asked to see me which if y'all have heard the podcast he don't ever be he just be checking in on me like how you doing great amazing maybe we should see each other okay great and then doesn't actually ask me to see him okay so we ain't finna see each other so that's basically how it's gonna work so um I just randomly was like hey what's going on and he was like oh you know like I actually I'm doing I'm building a bed or whatever a bed frame or blah and um uh growing up these days literal um but then he was like but you know me and some of my um line brothers are going to be barbecuing we'll grill we're going to be grilling it a little bit and I was like oh snap I love the barbecue is that a is that an invitation and he was like yeah bring bring some friends and I was like oh snap it's gonna be great so I started talking to my friends I was like what y'all doing I don't know where it's at yet but here's where he's located it's going to be um, somebody, somebody, something. And I was like, it's going to be in maybe like two hours from now when he's done, like building his bed and la, 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 y'all, y'all ready, y'all about it. Um, they wasn't ready. They wasn't about it. So I was like, darn it. Well, maybe I could still go or whatever. Um, why was there crickets? Just crickets, 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 crickets. Mind you, mind you, this is two o'clock. And then maybe at like, 4 30 he was like okay probably like six o'clock and I was like okay so I'm just in my clothes because I had um was already dressed so I was just like okay whatever and then it was like (laughs) eight o'clock 
I mm-hmm. got in the shower. I was like, I'm no longer leaving. Like it's eight thirty. I'm on my couch. Yeah. Nine nine o'clock. He's like, I'm just now, you know, had like FaceTime me. Like I'm about to leave. Like he was like talking about how he had issues with his his bed. I'm trying to give him like some understanding. He was like, I built it outside of my bedroom because there wasn't enough room in my bedroom to build it. I wanted to be like, did you move your bed out of the bedroom or are you like, why would you build something outside of the bedroom? Then he's like, I couldn't get it through the door. So I had to take it down and then build it in the bed again. He wanted to watch TV. Maybe, but that's where you (laughs) listen to a podcast. Like, yeah, Yeah, exactly. But okay. That's probably what happened. I don't know. So anyway, it just took him entirely too long. I was sad because I didn't get no plate, which was really like, that was really what it was. I was like, I want a plate. So, um, that has happened. So basically I'm just like, uh, again, this guy, um, texted me the next day and I was like, um, how you doing? You doing good? I was like, I'm doing fine. How was your barbecue? Do you have any leftovers? He said, no, we ate it all. And I was like, you will. Um, I didn't say that, but he was like, yeah, you know, I was really looking forward to seeing you. Like we should get out sometime. And I said, that would be great. What do you have in mind? And he was just like, you know, just a good time, some laughs, maybe some drinks. And I said, that would be fine. Just let me know. <laughs> Are you going to plan something, sir? Because I'm going to keep going about no, my actually, I'm glad life. That, I'm glad that he, I'm glad that you brought this up and told me this little detail. I thought that this could be what it was, but and now it really just hammered it in. The fact that you put in that small detail about like his line brothers, which means that he was in some type of fraternity. Which means to me that he's so used to women just flocking over him and probably doing the most that he's not even used to the fact that he has to, I don't know, ask a woman out. So yeah, I think that's really what solved the problem. And until he learns, and until he learns, he's going to be alone. Okay. Thanks for the story though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're, you're very accurate. Um, you know. the squeaky wheel gets the grease okay you got to actually make the plan i'm i'm not about to do all of that ish if you want to see me figure it out ask me even if it's like two days in advance like ask me make a plan so for all you who may be male or whoever you, yeah for all you people that want if you want to see somebody make a plan yeah period innocent okay if someone else is always making a plan and they stop making plans it's your turn to pick up and make the plans okay i'm saying that for same-sex couples okay like everyone wants to be catered to everyone wants to feel like someone is interested in them and yeah, that they're not the only out. one yeah, yeah. cool I get you. all right that's my story what's up with you girl um you know just the usual i'm going through it i'm out here i'm always going through it but we don't need to talk about it this time but I, I'm going through it so bad that I'm literally rearranging my apartment and my lease is up uh, in, <laughs> in, in September. So, I mean, I got a couple months, but I'm just laughing that I'm literally just like, mm, I think it's time that I finally rearranged my apartment. I've been here for over a year, but let's just see. But It takes time. Yeah. So I've been doing that. I've been rearranging it, but I'm also just like, because I might stay here if I absolutely have to. Um, 
which, you know, that could be another discussion, another episode when we talk about if I'm moving or not or how, how the moving process is, apartment hunting. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that's basically what's going on. And I'm hoping that it'll bring some like feng shui or just make me feel better because I just, you know, I'm going through it a little bit, but. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing to work on your mental? Well, you know, I've been, you know, working out. Besides, yeah, I was going to say besides moving your furniture. (laughs) Besides feng shui. (laughs) You know, I've been working out. You know, I've been actually kind of trying to be consistent with gym, gym workouts and home workouts. Um, you know, I've been trying to go outside. Ooh, move your body, girl. Make the fellas go mm, the way you ride it, girl. I anyway, so, so... But it didn't start making any sense to the problem. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, anyway, so... You know, and I've been trying to go outside and do some walks. I did get some new walking shoes, so my feet have been feeling a little bit better, um, which actually validated myself because, like, we I had gone shopping for, like, um, new shoes. This is not very interesting content, but I'm going to tell Erica anyway. Um, Erica I, and the listeners, but go ahead. Yeah. All 11 of y'all. Thank you. And so, you know, I was looking for some shoes because I really needed some, and like everywhere we would go, I was like, oh, for some reason, you know, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not in love with them because for some reason, like it was like the shoe would be digging into like the side of my foot for oh, some no. reason. Like it was like, as if like the sole wasn't big enough or something, it was weird. Or the right foot would be so, would be too tight. And I'm like, what the frick? I'm like, I'm like, this is so weird. And like all these other, all these different shoes, right? And some of them, you know, i there was a pair of Allbirds, <clears throat> you know, if you want to send them to me. Um, they, they were great. I did like those, but, and maybe I need to, you know, get educated on the Albert, on Allbirds, but I was like, you know, I just felt as though they wouldn't be able to be my all the time wear, all season wear just because of the fabric of these particular ones. Mm. So I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm going to have to pass. And then, you know, I went, I just went to all around, you know, walking around trying to find some. And then I went to a professional shoe store where they like ran some tests on my feet and stuff. And, you know, it made me feel validated because they were like, so your right foot is half a size bigger than your left. And I was like, Oh my God, that makes me feel so great because all these shoes, I was like, why does my foot feel so small in this shoe? I was like, why does my foot, like, I was always so confused. I was like, So what do you do about that? Because they don't sell shoes like one individually. Yeah, I know they don't. But it's just like, I would have to go up a half a size pretty much like in certain shoes. Like, cause I'm like, but all my shoes are the same size. I'm like, I never get like, you know. But I guess my right foot, I feel the same that you feel like my right foot, the outside, like pinky toe, maybe sometimes is like, just feels like the shoe is too, um, maybe my right foot is, is wider than my left foot, because I feel like my shoe is always hugging my right foot tighter. Yeah. By the pinky toe, maybe. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, might have to get some new shoes. But anyway, yeah. So, well, you were interested. Clearly, you added in. I just, I was literally, I was like, 
I was like, all birds. What the frick is she talking about? And why are we having this conversation right now? Like, <laughs> the people don't care. <laughs> I know. You should have just got to the point where, like, Erica, did you know that I found out that my foot is a half foot? A half inch, yeah, half but anyway, foot? so they also, and then my feet are, like, really, like, narrow. They're not wide at all. And I have, like, very low arches. And I was like, I thought I had like higher arches and they're like no but it also validated it because like when I went to the chiropractor they also said that I had really flat so anyway then they gave me a lot of recommendations for shoes and I ended up getting you know a pair of shoes it took me a while to get them though because you know I'm slow with shopping so but now I've been wearing them and my feet feel great I'm really happy with my purchase I'm glad that's great that's what's been going on with me Perfect. Well, what was going on on the internet? Let's move over into our something from the internet segment. What's what's been happening on the interwebs? Well, something from the internet. It, I was dying laughing at this. It's literally a reel, I guess, or meme, or whatever it is. It's a video, and basically, it's a picture of someone dancing, a woman you know, a woman dancing and she's just like to the song by Eve about like, and I told y'all I was gonna bump like this, you know, and it's basically like the text on top is like when the, when the pregnancy test comes back negative and like, she's like, you know, dancing, like really, she's really dancing. And then like her partner who is a male jumps into and starts dancing because they're both like really excited that, you know, they're not going to be with child. And I just thought it was hilarious because, <laughs> I mean, maybe it depends on um, where you are at in life. But if you don't want no baby, exactly, it's relatable. Exactly. So if you like, do, it's sad. You know. Yeah. It's you wouldn't. Like, it'd be mm. a different song. It'd be a different song. And it would be and a different, different vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if they'd be dancing. Exactly. It'd be a different. A different for everything, but. I just was dying because it was their dance moves were hilarious. So that was my something from the internet. And it's from um, the crazy bitch probs Instagram. Mm. Mm. So I'm familiar. Yeah. We've all probably seen it, but I was dying. And that really just brings us into like our topic for today, which we are going to be talking about, you know, do you want kids pretty much? And like all about, children i mean i think this episode is probably gonna have to be a two-parter or something like that or an ongoing series because you know we don't have kids right now but we ain't got no kids we ain't got no bad kids we ain't got no kids we ain't got no bad kids or any good kids either or good kids um we just don't have any and um you know that might change eventually so yeah Yes. Um, so <laughs> I, I think that this is an important topic to talk about, especially because we are a podcast that's focused on authenticity. Um, I think that we're all on our journey to be our truest self. And I think that this is a conversation that, you know, if you are someone who um, maybe identifies as a woman or identifies um or is an individual who can have children, um, this is something that you've thought about and it's evolved and you've probably maybe felt like, you know, maybe pressures from your family or pressures from friends or pressure from society or whatever else um, as it relates to 
all things related to your body and what you should feel about it and how you should be utilizing it. And um, I just think, you know, getting to a place to make the decision for yourself is really important. And so Kayla and I are really going to talk about kind of where we're at in our decisions um, for having children. Yay. yay. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Kayla? (laughs) Thank you, Kayla. Um, So do you want kids, Kay? Hmm. Great question. Um, You know, the, 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 the answer varies, you know day by day hour by hour you know um because i feel like will i have kids probably um but you know watch like eventually they're gonna hear this and be like you didn't want me i'm like do you i sure didn't like do you blame me shit (laughs) like do Do you you want you okay let's start there (laughs) shut up like anyway I mean, yeah, my, my answer changes. I've never, you know, I've had people in my life, friends been like, you know, what do I want? I want to be a mom. You know, that's always been their answer. They've always been very pro mom life. And I just think for me, I, not that they don't understand this and that's not at all what I'm saying, but I just know like, it's a lot to be a mother and it's like, so you know it's definitely a selfless and a selfish act all in one to be a mom like it's just it's just a lot to bear and so just knowing that it's like dang like okay it's something to take really seriously so I don't know I just and I also have like mommy issues of myself. So that's probably also where it stems from where I, when I want to say, I don't know and no at the same time. Um, but then yes, but then no. So, you know, catch me in a couple of years and see if I got kids and then that'll be my answer. <laughs> she said a couple of years. I'm okay. So y'all already know. Everyone's like, Erica, don't speak. We already know your answer on everything. Okay. <laughs> Because literally, I'm my answer has evolved over time as well. I used to be very adamant about like, I'm going to have three children and they're all going to be girls or at least two of them are going to be girls. I love growing up with my sisters. Well, I love having my sisters. I don't know if I loved growing up with my sisters all of the time, but I love having them and having someone who can always do things with me. And like, I like appreciate having sisters. So I was going to have three girls, um, because I can control the gender, um, not. And so I was going to have three girls, um, just like me and my two sisters. Um, and, um, or I was going to have one boy and I was very, y'all know me, I'm specific and controlling. And I was going to be like, you know, the two girls have, if there's going to be a boy, the two girls have to be close in age. So either the girls have to be oldest and middle or middle and youngest like the boy can't come in between and like mess things up I want them to be close and age and everything else right like I was very much so on that page Kayla's laughing at me why are you laughing because it's just like why does that part matter (laughs) it matters because I want them to be close in age I don't want it to be like you know one girl is 10 and the other girl is like 16 like they're just not going to relate. 
the 10 year old is going to be like color with me. And the 16 year old is like, if you don't pop that, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> like they just need to be closer in age. You know, I just don't want to put in a random like 13 year old, like boy in the, in the middle of them, you know, but if I was going to have kids, they were going to definitely be back to back. Like they were going to be like, close in age because we are close in age and I appreciate that because it gives them a first friend you know it gives them you know someone to connect to if they ever felt you know uncomfortable coming to me which I would hope that if that was if I was going to be a parent that I would have the relationship where my children could come and talk to me but if they didn't that they could talk to each other so that was kind of my mindset at the beginning and then I grew up and <laughs> Kayla is absolutely correct. The life is expensive out in these streets. And we'll tell you about, you know, how my decision evolved after this break. So welcome back. Um, so yeah, I thought everyone knows that I thought that I was going to be married May 16th, 2020. That wouldn't have worked <laughs> out no type of way with the pandemic. um and had no man most of the entire time leading up to 2020 so uh that wasn't going to be possible but in 2020 that was actually crazy I forgot that that was what you wanted yeah in 2020 I was going to be turning 28 right I turned 28 in 2020 turned 29 and nope I'm lying was going to be turning 29 in 2020 turning tw- turning 30 I turned 30 last year in 2021 so in May I would have been 28 turning 29 um and so I would have probably had a child I wanted to have about oh, two years so have a child at like 30 or 31 by the time it popped out yeah you would have been Dang. and 35 so you were planning your life that's hilarious absolutely planning my life without information or any kind of adult <laughs> experience so mm-hmm crazy how adulting can harden you um and so um yeah can you imagine me with a child 31 no i'm laughing right now no i'm i can't i can't either could never yeah um i would i would like to be uh, the uh, i would like to go the genie my route um have my child how old is she like 41 she turned 42 right before she right after she had her baby Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems good. That seems like a good time. Like, I feel like in my forties, I'll hopefully transition into being more about like family, maybe like right now I'm very much so about myself and getting my life together before I bring somebody else into it. And that's just where I am at right now. Um, I kind of look at, and this is going to be controversial for those who do have children or like aspire to that, but maybe it's good information to hear if you don't have children, but like, I almost have a negative view of children and maybe again, it's rooted in trauma and we'll talk about that ish too. But, um, I just, I, I think about it and like a pro con list and I literally wrote it down and Kayla can look at it and be like, why you got like four pros and like eight cons? <laughs> it's definitely like doubled on the con side of things. Um, so when I think about having children um, in like the cutesy, not the cutesy way, but like, what are the benefits of having these children, right? And the first thing that came to my mind was like, well, you save on your taxes. 
Like you have children and some, they depend on you. They depend dependent. Okay. You can get some tax savings. Okay. Which that's crazy. And you I need that be, extra refund check. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Um, and so I was like, okay, so maybe they'll save you a little bit of money, but in general, there's some money suckers. Okay. Like a ma- I wouldn't be able to shop for these new outfits. I'm trying to wear into the office. <laughs> Yeah, because you also don't need them. <laughs> well, I don't need no kids neither, okay? Um, oh my God. But, like, the, again, from a positive perspective, you can think about having a legacy. Like, you know, something to pass things down to, right? Like, what are you working towards, Erica? Like, what are the things that you're trying to build for yourself in life? What right. is the legacy that you would like to leave? Um, and so you would be passing down your legacy. So, you know, at some point, I hope to have, like, finances wealth that I can pass down to my children um so that a company a business okay that's what all the whites do like they have properties that come up in people's wills that they can get you know provide on to their children and they have you know companies organizations like there's tons of wealth that exists in the white community based off of you know their ability to continue to hold that within their family and pass that down and that's something that like if we're thinking from like a race perspective that I would like to be able to contribute to our community as black individuals um and then I think about the importance of having more just more black babies so yeah sorry to end but like I just don't envision myself being in an interracial relationship and you uh, might be catch her in a few years, y'all. Catch catch me in a few years. You absolutely correct. Um, but just know you're gonna have some flavor in you if you're gonna be with me, okay? Because oh, it's yeah. not like I have a lot of flavor, but you gotta at least be knowledgeable about the culture, okay, and history. So um, but like I think about it as having like more black children in the world. This world specifically is ghetto. I don't necessarily want to contribute to <laughs> or put my children through this world, but I also think of like, it's important that like our race doesn't die, you know, or like, you know, you think about carrying on the, just, I don't know, just having more black people in the world. So I think about that. Um, I also think about dying, which is crazy. I do think about dying more often, even though it's like, Erica, calm down, you're 30 years old. Um, which I understand, but like, you know, our parents are aging, not that they're like getting ready to die or anything, but like grandparents, not that they're getting ready to die either, but you know, just there's more things that I think about that I weren't thinking about wasn't top of mind in the past. And so I think about, you know, am I going to die alone? women live longer than men in general so I might outlive my spouse my partner or whatever good thing I have sisters and not brothers sorry but like you know like maybe it'll be us but like what if I'm the last have you thought about that like what if I'm the one who lives longer than y'all and I know our parents I think about that with mom seriously and she's the oldest she is she the oldest I thought auntie candy was older than her no, I think she's the oldest. Oh, okay. Treat but it. So maybe I'm wrong. How much, how that's, yeah, literally how little I know. Um, which is also what impacts me and my ability to have family. That's the trauma I'm talking about. What is family? I have no idea. What the frick is it? <laughs> um, besides, like, anyway, so um, I think about, you know, potentially dying and like, am I going to die by myself? Like, am I going to like be in my apartment and die and no one 
checks on me because I'm the last living member of my family and no one else really knows about me or cares about me or is thinking about me. I leave to say, if I have some children who love and respect me, like maybe they'll check in and be people who can find me, right? Or I think about it like that way is a little bit more, it makes me feel okay versus like I'm sick, you know, or like you can see the aging like happening and I'm deteriorating and like, like I'm in a hospital or I'm somewhere and then I'm laying alone in the hospital or I don't have anyone who can really like care for me in that perspective. So I think about having children and being like, I would like to not be alone at the very end because I feel alone all the time in life. Not all the time. I'm very mm-hmm. thankful for y'all, but besides y'all, like who else? So like, that's something that I think about and like a reason that I would like to have a child, um, which is very much so closely related to just experiencing like a love beyond myself or the love that I have for you as my sisters or, you know, parents or whatever else, like, like having a different kind of love and wanting to experience that version of love and what that looks like. So I think about it in that regard. And I'm like, that would be nice. And I would like to do that. I also think about like, again, this is almost on the trauma side, but like giving them things that I didn't have and being able to do that. But then I also think about like having children isn't to prove a point. (laughs) <laughs> like seriously like I shouldn't have a child just to prove a point and be like haha did it better than y'all because there's no guarantee that I will yeah it's not at this moment in time that's why I'm also like let's prolong that to like maybe 40s where I'm a little bit more healed um and can you know yeah. have a child and not be a na 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 you know right right maturity so, yeah yeah So that kind of leads me into like the cons of having children. Um, Oh, those weren't cons? Oh, there was, there was a mixed in there. It was mixed. (laughs) It was mixed in the pros. (laughs) The cons were kind of in there, you know, but. Oh, I'm sorry. I really thought I was listening to cons. (laughs) No, I was talking about the love, the legacy, you know, not dying alone. Those are, those are cons of having, or those are pros of having children. Got it. Okay. I heard, I heard those. I just. I'm sorry. The, so the, the, the last point that I was making did lead me into the cons. Um, and I think about them like from uh, different perspectives, right? Babies are sucking everything from you. Humans. Literally. Humans, other, yes, they suck everything from the moment that they get here. You're sick, you know, morning, like morning sickness. You don't feel well. All the health concerns that you have regarding like hair loss or, you know, cause they'd be like pulling at you, taking your hair or something. Right. Like there's, they do things like that. Right. And then you may have like, what is it? Gestational diabetes or, mm-hmm. you know, some of those other kind of, um, health impacts that happen as you are creating the life within you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention some of the other, like, things you know, that happen post- at birth. Yeah. Exactly. Right, you tear up your vagina or you tear up your stomach open if you're getting a, a cesarean or a C-section. Like, yeah, or they like wreck your ab muscles. You get the dicey dacti recti, something like that. You know, and then you got the 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 line down your stomach now, the stretch marks, the weight gain. Okay, uh, what are you telling me? The elastic skin. Yeah, exactly. All the but listen, it's also beautiful. You know, you carried a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. I'll hire someone if I have a child. Like that's possible. If I get to that point, I'm a Kim Kardashian, those kids. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna rent somebody else's body. But then that also leads me into the other things of like 
you didn't it's carry super it. expensive to have a baby right but in also, regards to like just having the baby not even taking it home and then like caring for it but like it's not free to be in the hospital y'all it's not free to get that epidural it's not free to have the nurses there to teach you and help you the first couple days like that costs money I was listening to somebody and she was like, and the insurance don't really be covering nothing. Someone said even after insurance out of pocket was like $10,000. Yeah, I know. Actually, even more than that, honestly, is makes me think about it. It's like, I mean, okay. Yes. Obviously, obviously takes a toll on your skin. And I think that like skin, mental health, all that. Cause you know, like there's also, I already be struggling with my mental health and that postpartum fuck i'd be like damn so all the postpartum stuff postpartum depression postpartum anxiety which i didn't even know was a thing you know but like you have these things that exist once you have a child so there's just a lot of health concerns not to mention that black women are almost three times more likely to die during childbirth exactly you tell me i gotta risk my life for yours i don't know you Well, more so, it's just more, it's more so it's because, like, people don't, like, understand, like, you know, it goes back to, like, history about, like, oh, like, okay, the pain tolerance and just, like, things like that. And also just stereotypes of strong black women. Exactly. It's also just more so, like, what I think about is something that, you know, I was lucky enough to talk to one of my friends about. I was, like, you know, part of the reason why I'm, like, I don't know if I can do it because, you know, people don't be listening. So... And then also finding out about, like, really the position of how people give birth is actually perverse. And it's not the natural and actual way that women should be giving birth. Like, and all the stuff. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, the more I learn, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to be in a hospital. I don't know if I, like, I want a doula or, like, a midwife. Like, I want all, like, that hippy-dippy shit. And... I don't care. And I know that that's going to be like more expensive slash maybe less like understanded, you know, people might be understand like, it. You know, you got the English understood. But yeah, that's fine. You, you got, you, you understood the word anyway. <laughs> you had to correct me. You got the word anyway. So, you know, it might be like kind of people might look frown upon it or something or question mm-hmm. it more but I'm honestly thinking like for me that might be the route because I just think it might be more comfortable and more like beneficial for me because you know talking to one of my friends like her her sister recently just had a baby and she had the baby at home and I think she had a water birth and you know obviously I understand she did it you know uh, medicine free or whatever and listen I go back and forth because I'm like damn that's like that's that's pretty tough chick or whatever I feel but and it was her first baby too and I'm like oh girl but I'm like you know what maybe I want that I honestly don't know and that's also part of the barrier to entry of having kids for me is the pain so I'm like yeah I don't and I am literally the world's like biggest scaredy cat in regards to all, all things. I don't like gruesome things. I don't like blood. I don't like any of those things. Like I, Kayla has a fascination, fascination with like 
pimple popping and pulling hairs and scabs and things like that. And I just, I don't like looking at that stuff. I don't like thinking about those things. I just like, I don't enjoy it. And so knowing that all that ish is going to happen and you're going to poop yourself, like it's just all, all the things that I don't want to see and experience. Yeah. Like, and you got to deliver I don't the placenta. Even, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch the medical shows. Like I don't, I don't get into it because I hate viewing that stuff and so that's what's going to happen to my I might pass out I'm going to have to literally like I don't know I'm I'm I might want the c-section like just put the put the curtain up and you know numb me up cut me open like yeah but even that is like really uncomfortable but that's actually the worst way to do it like there's a longer recovery time and things like that um so, I mean, all of those, and this is only one component, y'all. I put it under health concerns, okay? <laughs> I just I just want y'all to know that that technically this is one, but it has so many sub-buckets that it's like, it's major. Uh, well, I, this is why I said this is the, this is my barrier to entry. The health concerns are my barrier to entry. If I can get past some of, if I can get past some of those, maybe the other ones are lesser, but the, it's very much so like a, a super scary thing, but I'm like, women are, you know, been doing this since the dawn of time and they didn't have all the fancy, you know, things that we offer today to make it a little bit more comforting of a process. So I try to think about that and, um, yeah, I I can't, I can't help, I can't help but just be honest and be like all that, just, just, just the process is a no. That's why they have like all those different classes, like the, I don't know, Lamont's class. I have no idea what these things do, but like, um, to try and like educate yourself. But then I think about like women not being, um, in the medical field, like who are the people who are writing these books? They're probably men, like they're probably not even from a black woman's perspective or things to consider when you're, you know, black. like they're just, there's just not enough people in the field to provide resources to us people to make me feel more comfortable like I know like it's always like such a big deal when it's like oh look there's like finally an anatomical um picture of uh, someone that is black or whatever like it's like a huge deal and stuff which I mean it is they just started to do that yeah I mean it is but it's also just like come on like just and that's the problem and that's again why I'm like because y'all you won't know I'm gonna be over here like I don't feel good and you're gonna be like oh you're fine it's not like the color that it's supposed to be I'm like bitch because I'm not that color you know yeah so it's just gonna be like it's basically you know that's just how I feel yeah yeah so that's again one category of <laughs> which of a con, which is basically like why we don't have kids right now. <laughs> Almost okay. Um, then there's all the other things that people can like get over, right? So, well, there's still well before we get over get to those. One other thing that's really big to me is like no longer feeling like myself. That's also a big one for me as well. So I'm, I, I look at that in like the physical standpoint of like, God dang, like what that's superficial, but I, I think that that's something that I value. Although if I really did value it, I'd be a little bit more together in that area, but I've been working on my fitness and my nutrition. Um, 
but like that, that's something that I'm like, what is life going to be like when I look different? And like, how are people going to treat me? Like, you know, gosh, pretty privileged. Like, I just feel like I've always kind of been able to <laughs> utilize that and leverage it. And so from that standpoint, I'm like, what is that? But even from the more serious standpoint is like a full on like loss of identity, right? You hear moms talking about like, I don't even know who I am anymore. All I do is like, pick up poop and clean up throw up and their toys and take them to soccer practice and like I have no life of my own and you know I don't get to enjoy things anymore it's like all about the child and putting the child first and like I'm just not at a place where that sounds fun yeah it doesn't I know I I know people are trying to help moms understand that taking care of themselves is going to benefit the child you know because some people will look at it as being selfish when you're like I need a mommy day like mommy is going to do x y and z by right that's why i said it's the most selfish and selfless job and that's a new phenomenon like Mm -hmm. it's new for women to start being like you know what you go i'm gonna get a babysitter or you know get someone else a family member a friend whatever to watch my child and i'm going to you know take some time to get my nails done and have lunch like like and people are looking at that as like oh terrible mom you should be all about your mom why are you going to give your kids to somebody else right now like you yeah and I literally don't give you should be suffering (laughs) and I just don't understand why that would be okay like why should I literally run myself into a ground I won't do it for a job um why should I literally run myself into the ground um and then like won't be you know, in the best no, mindset. Then it's going to be like, I'm going to come, it's going to be like, I'm going to come to fucking hate you. Like, that's exactly. literally what it is. It's gonna be I'm like- going to resent you because I used to have a whole identity. There's things on the internet all the time of like, what it was like before we were parents. And it's like, yeah. And then like, what is our life like as parents? And it's always like, yeah, people are miserable. People aren't happy. I know. Not, not, I'm not everyone. Okay. But there are, like, it just, there's people. Okay. So that is a big thing to me, you know, like losing uh, lack of freedom and moving around and doing what I would like. Like can't just, can't just schedule a vacation because I want to, like, I have to think about what do they have going on and what are they doing? Yeah. It takes a lot more planning. I think also for me, and I mean, somebody else like said this, it's just like, you know, it's unfortunate, but like, because of the world that we lived in and live in, and you made that point, but it's also like, I mean, the kid's going to be black, so it's like, they don't like us, so it's like, damn, I gotta, I gotta be, like, freaking out of worrying about making sure that they, you know, know what's up, and, you know, are equipped with the tools to... That's not the part that bothers me. It does for me. I feel like it's like, it's just going to be like, okay, you know, obviously you got to teach them everything, and like, I mean, you always do, but it's just like an even more an added layer. I and like th- not. I mean, like this is what somebody brought up to me because she has a kid that she, they're he's biracial, but like you know he definitely uh, is more like black. Um, in his appearance, yeah. Thank you. In his appearance, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah. I mean, like you know it's something that like every day I'm like okay I'm thinking about him and I'm thinking about like you know she's more she's Hispanic and so she's like you know how the world perceives him you know blah 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 and like whatever and he's a male and all that stuff and all that so like that's a big deal for people um 
I mean, even for me, when like I talked to Emma, I'm like, listen, if like, if we ever were to go down that road, it's like, you know, I'm like very adamant about like, I need to be living somewhere diverse. Like, obviously I'm not going back to where, you know, we came from because fuck them races. So absolutely not. (laughs) But you know, so I'm like, I'm like, for me, that's a huge deal. I need these people to like, I need to be either in the majority or something diverse. Yeah, literally. Like, that's what I've said. Like, and then I was even saying, like, honestly, and I think this is where it gets hard because of, again, the world we live in. I'm like, damn, like, I really just want them to be, I just, like, want there to be a lot of Black people. I just do. Like, Mm -hmm. but I also know because of the way the world's set up, that might mean, like, okay, a lot of Black people could not be, you know, the best schools or the best area because, you know, gentrification, like, all that stuff. And then uh, I was listening to Garcelle um, Beauvais talk about like, you know, she was like, you know, my children are starting to have crushes and, you know, want to have girlfriends and things like that. And like, they're talking about, you know, these white girls that they like. And she was like, is anybody going to bring home a a black girl? Yeah. And just being like, you know, you got to think about like, as you ascend through the, um, uh, you know, school system, well, just like the like you make more money and you have more wealth, like you're probably in a different area. And when you think about the um, demographics of what is available in more affluent areas, you know, because of institutional racism and discrimination and history, right? Like black people, we're not there yet. Right. So we're, we don't exist in a lot of those spaces. And so she's like, there's not a lot of black women or, you know, black girls to choose from, for my sons. And so they are like, that's what they see. That's what they're around. That's what they experience. So, of course, that's, you know, where they end up, you know, having preferences or, you know, just that's just the options or they're yeah. white girls. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think to your point, like, we have to under we have to get to a, a place in society where, like, that's what that's, again, for me, is a pro to having children is like, I want to have more black people in this world who are got a leg up. Like, I don't want to just die and be like, where's my money go? Like. I want to give it to black people. I guess I could give it to an organization, but I'm like, mm, I would rather give it to, you know, your family, a family. And like, like let's build wealth so that, you know, Jenkins can live in a world. Also, we, we are girls. They know Jenkins. I'm a hyphenate. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. what do we do That's with our, our family name? Okay. So um, I was talking about lack of freedom um, in regards to like, you can't just schedule vacations whenever you would like, like I have to, you, like you said, you have to be more planful. Like, you know, um, I can't, you know, have a last minute dinner or someone just calls me and says, what you doing? Want to come? And I, I have to be like, dang, I got this kid. Like, can I bring my baby? Absolutely not. Um, but like, like, what do I do? It's, I, that's why I'm happy none of my friends have kids because I would say that to them. Like, can I bring my baby? Absolutely not. We ain't going to no place. Well, no, it's not baby acceptable. What are you, are you yeah, kidding? That's hilarious. You know, yeah. they don't that's have, actually, um, I mean, they don't have the high chairs here. Okay. Right. This is an establishment well, that doesn't I mean, that. you know, it's a lot of my, a lot of my high school friends specifically, you know, they had children when I was like in out, college, in college. Exactly. And and that's why some of us like aren't as close. I feel like maybe if like none of them had kids and we all were in the same level, we probably all would be like way closer than we are. I mm-hmm. mean, the love is still there. There's no bad blood, like whatever. But it's just like we're in different stages of life. Like, I mean, and it happens even when people get like 
relationships I, are getting of course, married. And- of course. But even, but this is like, especially at that time where it was like, oh, like I'm literally trying. And like, it was like, we also were in different, we were in different phases and everything where it's like, you know, they didn't go to college. Like I went to like a university. They, they stayed in the hometown. You know, we, we weren't in like, we were in a different you know just different different everything and then like then adding a kid or getting married or whatever and like I'm over here like fucking 19 years old and I'm like can't relate like I'm like I'm trying to pass my fucking accounting class like seriously and I'm just over here at the bar like totally different and I just think like that's something where I just am like okay you know now now I'm like, okay, like, let me, I'm in, now I'm in the mind space where I'm like, oh, now I can like think about it more. But even so, like when sometimes like having a conversation, I'm like, I'm also not a parent. So like, I can't, I don't know what to say. Like I'm, and like their kids are, you know, four or five, however many years old, like, you know, three to three to five years old already. And I'm over here like, I mean, I used, I mean this, they probably didn't like this joke, but I used to be like, by the time I have kids, your kids would probably be able to babysit. Seriously. Like, I was just like, I'm sorry. And I guess maybe that is rude or something. I don't know. But who said, who thought that was rude? I don't Does know. I really think it was rude. No, I, nobody said that was rude. But I'm thinking maybe they, maybe, maybe if I was them, they probably would be like, damn, are you shaming me for having kids so young? And I never was. I never was shaming them. It was more so just like, I shame the people who don't have their finances together and have children versus it being young. Like, could care yeah. less if Kylie Jenner has a baby and she's 20 years old. Good yeah. for you, Kylie Jenner, because you're a billionaire. I don't have no issues with that. My issue with people having babies when they're young is like, you have no money and they cost so much money, which is my next reason on the list of like, why I don't have, want to have children. I don't even feel like I have enough money for myself. Other people might think differently. I'm spending the money I have right now on somebody else are you freaking kidding me i I was upset for paying for dates or paying for other dumb things like i'm i I want to be able to spend my money on me i don't have extra money if i no i'm not even going on a a vacation every year like i'm not maybe one like but i I don't get to travel i have goals for myself i'm like until i get to a place where i can financially afford three vacations a year one is at least international and two domestic, ideally two international vacations and one domestic a year. Like that's the life I would like to be living. And until I can afford to do that, I'm not having children. Like children are expensive, right? Like, and then you don't even get like paid time. Yeah. From work. Like to have the child, you actually, it actually costs you money because work isn't paying you. You get your 12 weeks, of FMLA, Family Medical Leave Act. You get your 12 weeks of that, and that literally just is a law that exists in the U.S. that's like, you get job-protected leave. It's unpaid job protection. And you know what's funny? Versus other like, countries that have, like, a year and a half, and you also get paid. Yeah, exactly. Which is funny, because I was, I wish I could have found this, but, like, there was something that I saw on one of the social media platforms and they were asking them like, Oh, do you think like people get paid for having babies? And like, it was very interesting to see the answers of like a lot of, you know, us Americans being like, um, I, I think America has that. Uh, I don't know. I don't like nobody posted it on my story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like nobody, nobody is sure. Like 
what what our uh, rules are here. Pretty people much. are like, I feel like we should. Yeah, you do. You feel like we should. We don't. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what they don't tell you. Exactly. And then you get you show up to work, and you're just like, I'm pregnant. I'm gonna need my three months, and you're gonna pay me, right? It's up to your job. Yeah. To say, oh, well, we'll cover, we'll, we have parental leave policies. It's up to the actual company that you work for to be like, okay, so you get your 12 weeks job protected and we'll offer you four weeks paid. Crazy. What? And that's why people begin. I mean, what about the other two months? Exactly. What, and how, I know I'm paycheck to paycheck. I am. Y'all might not believe that ish, but I am paycheck to paycheck. I have some savings. But I'll be using that whole thing. Not all of it, but I'll be using a lot of it. I, it'd be getting a little too low for me. And I'd be like, when's the next paycheck? I would like to see commas all of the time in my account. <laughs> no, 100%. I agree with you. But I'm just like, yeah, exactly. And that's that's another thing. So it's just like, that's a deterrer deter of having deterrent. a deterrent. English is not my first language, okay? It definitely is. <laughs> it's actually your only um, language. But, um, yes, that is a, it is a major deterrent. And then the last thing from, like, the cons list is lack of sleep. True. I sleep. I get my eight, nine hours. Yeah. No, I know honestly, some people I are struggling like, to get five. Right. And then when you have kids, you struggling to even get the five. No, I feel like mine also is just like, but this is also like a personal problem. Like not me personally, but like personally, like the world. And it just makes me think about it is like partner. And I mean, it takes a village, you know, like just having, having support. That's literally what it is. It's like, I I know I, I don't want to do this 24 7 and is you fun to help me that's why I'm saying like are, are you are you in a stable relationship I wasn't even thinking about having a child without a man if you ain't my man I ain't having your baby I was just don't get me started <laughs> don't get me started because I was just talking to someone who was like yeah you know um I've only known this man a month and we you know got pregnant and I kept the child I was looking at them sideways why on earth would you keep somebody else's kid that you've only known i guess it's yours as well why would you keep the baby if you've only known this man for four weeks this man going is he here today the answer is no um so why on earth would you put yourself through that? You got to finance the whole thing on your own. You ain't got no time to even take a rest. You got to be the only one caring for this child. So everything that we just talked about is intensified because mm-hmm. you ain't got a stable partner to support you and to help you. And I'm not doing that ish. I'm not doing it. So everything that I said was also thinking about it that I had a partner. Right. And I also want to also say about this, and I want to bring attention to this. And I still don't want to do it with help. I know. But I I want to bring attention to this. It's also the people that struggle to have children, you know? Yeah. That's also something that, like, makes me nervous because I don't know what my fertility is, you know? Like, you can think you're young and you can think you're healthy and, like, everybody's, like, just, like, really trying really hard to not get pregnant a lot of the time. And it's, like, could be all these years of potential pregnancy scares that you don't experience and then when you try and 
you were like, dang, I, I guess I didn't have to be so safe in the past. No type of way. I thought it was easy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm laughing because the way Erica is saying it, but it's really not a funny. It's not funny. It's really not funny for the people that like are experiencing it, experiencing it and trying to have a child. And mm-hmm. like, it's I think really about my girl, Adrian Bailon, who's not really my girl, but she my girl in my head. Exactly. Yeah. And like, even that, obviously, like just the process of trying is so expensive, especially if you go the, <laughs> if you go the air coast. <laughs> just saying, I like, not only do we have to pay for all these medica- medications, medications, okay, the IVF, the hormones, the doctor visits, and you ain't even got a baby yet. And you're doing all that. And then that's one round. Then you might have to do two. You might have to do three. You might have to do however many rounds that you need to do. Okay. And um, even if like you took like the preventative kind of measures of like freezing your eggs, you have to be in a certain tax bracket to do that ish. That ish costs money. Everything costs money. So even if you're like, okay, you know, I don't, there's the bio, biological clock pressures as well that like we might be trying to like combat too so it's like even if you're in a place where it's like okay all the things I've gotten all the cons pro whatever I listed I've gotten over those things you might not be able to have a child did you freeze your eggs did you spend the money to do that ish or you got to pay for the IVF or whatever other kinds of hormone treatments there are to be able to care for a child yeah mm-hmm. or yeah, like you said, surrogate or, you know, the last thing is, is adoption. So we'll talk about that after this break. And we're back. So adoption has definitely been something that I've thought about more recently. Um, just because I'm like, a lot of the things that I think about are like for babies, right? Like when they are fully dependent on you. Uh, obviously the money will forever be an issue because you always got to pay for them kid. So I would probably almost thinking about like a million little things and like adopt someone who's like in high school about to be out the house in a couple of years. (laughs) Right. But those are very formative years. Those are, um, you also have to think about what kind of life experiences they're coming into the home with and like, being um, cognizant of like potential past traumas and like experiences that they would so you would have to really be willing to give like your full self not like you're not when you have your own child but like when you're really adopting you're making a a decision to take on like another life um and so like uh, you just you have to almost think about it like you're not starting from zero which may make it a little tougher. Mm-hmm. But yep. it's been something that I've considered because I am always talk about like, I would prefer to have a child like starting like age 12, like, you know, pick it up at puberty. Like, mm-hmm. and people are saying like, those are the years that people usually don't like because they're no longer obsessed with you. Like when they're a child, they're obsessed with you. And I'm like, I don't really want anyone who's like, except for my man to be obsessed with me. Like I'm even still, I need him to be a full blown adult and can take care of himself. But that's what I mean. Like I want you at an age where like you can actually take care of yourself now. Like you're doing your own laundry. You're cleaning up after yourself. 
if you needed to make a meal, you could, you know, figure it out on how to like put together a sandwich. Like you can do some more things where it's not like, oh, well now I literally am your sole provider. Like I'm like, if I say I will get here at this time, like I could probably go out there and do that. Although you risk kind of like, again, you have to rate, like raise them right or set the ground rules. Cause I think about, oh, well now I can't just leave and they gonna throw parties in my place. Like, right. You know, so, right. but it just seems like a better option. Although the thing that makes me sad about adopting is that they're not my blood and yeah. you know, it would be cute to see, you know, what I could create. Like what does another form of Erica really look like? Like right, that's right. I didn't have that in the pro list, but like, <laughs> your girl's cute. <laughs> Who doesn't want another one of me? Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, no, that's real. I don't know. You, you brought up adoption though. So what do you what do you got to say? No, I mean I brought up adoption because I'm like I mean that's an option obviously. And uh, I mean, how do I feel about adoption? <clears throat> Unpopular opinion, but. It's not my first choice, but I don't think that that's an unpopular opinion. I think that a lot of people think that adoption isn't their first choice, unless you are someone who, you know, was adopted or you are same sex, you know, and you might think about adoption. I think those are probably the times where you are thinking like, oh, this might be like my only choice or, you know, a choice that I feel personally connected to and responsible for so I don't think that that's unpopular I think that's how most people feel right okay I guess it's like I get I don't know I'm saying unpopular because it's like even if I didn't want it's just more controversial yeah 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 controversial because even then no offense I'm still even like for me I'm like even if I couldn't have kids I would be like all right well I guess it's not meant for me I wouldn't even go the adoption route. Like, I would literally be like, oh, I forgot that was an looks option. Looks like we can't have kids, so it looks like we're going to Greece. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Better pack a bag. Like, it looks like we're just going to be the cool aunts and we just travel. <laughs> oh, what a terrible life. That's the life I want to live. What you mean? <laughs> can't even Erica too much yeah no exactly so that's where I'm at but like obviously you know I feel I feel bad for saying that because you know I want everybody to have a home and I want everyone I just wish there was an adoption honestly I wish uh, that everyone wanted to keep or could keep their child yeah yeah and like, well, I mean, with the abortion laws and whatnot, like, they're trying to force us into that. Um, they're trying to force us right on over into, you got to have your child. Um, so if, in all situations, you know, like, I'm, uh, you know, rape and incest and all those things. So that's what's crazy. Um, but I also, uh, you know, I, and my thought triggered, but I, I forgot it. So go ahead and continue. Oh. It looks like I just took a bite of food. You better talk for five more seconds. The fact that you're eating while we're supposed to be recording. At least be like me and like grab a grape where it's not that you're not having a full-blown four-course meal. I'm not. I'm eating watermelon. I know. I could have chose watermelon as well, but I went with the grape. Mm. Anyway, go ahead. Adoption. Anyway, 
Yeah. So it's just not, you know, my first choice. But obviously, I think adoption is great. I believe in adoption. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about adopting animals. <laughs> so <laughs> completely different. But, you know. It's crazy that there's probably more people who do adopt pets than probably people. But there's also, I think, a lot harder laws and like regulations and things for even adopting yeah humans which 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 need be i mean to an extent of course there's psychopaths out here if they were like oh there's a whole bunch of free kids i could just get great let me just get them like you know easy access to guns like oh i could just go in the store and i can have all these mental issues and a crazy background and no one's gonna really talk uh, check it and whatever. I could just walk in and walk out with a kid. Amazing. That would be the worst thing ever. Exactly. Of course. Because they sure do just be giving the dogs away. I will say that. Uh, they really do. You want a dog? You want a dog? <laughs> they, they do. Um, which, you know. That's but also to your, your point of adoption too is like there's a lot of maybe shame if yeah. that is like your, I'm la- doing air quotes for those that will never see this video because it's probably <laughs> never going on YouTube. <laughs> it's probably never going on YouTube. But like air quotes for like, there's a lot of shame because people might feel like the point of being a woman is to have a baby. So it's right. like, you know, people aren't thinking like, oh, I want to adopt, like, because I should be able to carry this child, right? And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of, um, shame that comes with not being able to do the one thing that women are supposed to be able to do. Um, so I think that that's unfortunate that society kind of puts those kinds of pressures on people because you don't, you, yes, your body, but semen is meant to have babies too. I don't understand why the shame isn't ever on their side. Like the point of your sperm is for procreation. Mm -hmm. Just because you're not the carrier of the child like, why isn't the same kind of issue placed on a man? Yeah, and his lack of fertile fertility. Yeah. You really just not with the English language today. I said it wasn't my first language. <laughs> Google Gaga don't count, boo. <laughs> Babyonics? <laughs> Babyonics is not a language. Yeah, you is. need to be hooked on phonics, clearly. <laughs> I used to love hooked on phonics. Did you? Like, did you use it? Yeah, I did. I used to love leapfrog. Wow. Oh, was that hooked on phonics? Yeah, I believe. I so. thought they were like two different programs. It was on my leapfrog. Okay. Um. So, when do you think the right time to have a baby is? Whenever like, you we want. kind of talked about it. Oh, whenever you want. That's what you think. Yeah, whenever you literally. I think the the right time for you is whenever you are able to. Like, that's what I feel. And by able, I mean not because you're actually now reached the maturity, puberty point. I mean, like, able to support them how you feel best, like, financially, um, mentally, emotionally. Like, all of those, excuse me, all of those factors, once you feel like you can do it, I mean for me is this question for me or just people in general for you go ahead for me yeah it's when I reach that and also I wouldn't mind being a little bit older I mean I was looking at my birth certificate the other day and I was like mom didn't have me till she was 38 so 
Hmm. You know, it's, you can have a child whenever you are able to, basically, you know, because what is that? That's considered probably on the older end, especially yeah. during that time. It's I think like, it's like anything at 35 and over is high risk or is it 36? Something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, it's considered probably like a high risk pregnancy, but she did it and it's fine. And I mean, that's just how I feel. I feel like whenever I feel ready is when I will have a child. Yeah, I definitely think that there's parameters. Like just because you want a child doesn't mean that you should have one. Like, uh, I think that that's a controversial statement, but I think that there's a lot that you need to fully understand about yourself and be able to provide in order to do that. And so you mentioned like finances, are you at a place where you can financially take care of this kid or are they staying in a roach motel? I don't, I don't know about you, but if you love this child so much, you probably don't want them sitting with the roaches, right? Like that's what I would think. Um, are you in a position where you are providing the lifestyle that you think the, the, the being that you love so much should be in? Um, like, are you doing it? And if you're not, then I don't think that you should bring a child into that situation. Right. So from a financial perspective, I think that that should be together. I think if you're at a place where you're not ready to be selfless, selfless, I'm raising my hand, like, you shouldn't have children until you're at a point where you're like, I feel like I'm not going to feel like I have to prioritize my career. Like I feel like I'm stable enough. I can sit here for a little bit. I don't mind maintaining for a little bit. Um, so that from a time perspective, I have the time to get back because children will know that you're not there. Like, and I'm not saying that like you have to hundred percent be there, like literally day in, day out all the time because I know that there are careers that, you know, you, you need to travel or that have you on an assignment for a little bit or blah, 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 blah. I, I get that. But I'm also saying that it's not going to be like, I don't want to be the parent who's like, I missed all your soccer games. Yeah. I missed all your little choir concerts, your little band things. I can't come to nothing. I can't attend nothing, nor can I finance to put you in these things. But we already talked about finances, but like, I want to be present. I want to be able to be there you know, and it doesn't mean that I'm not working or not pursuing my own things. But if I'm like, yeah, but my things are more important than your things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to bring a child into that kind of situation. So I need to at least be at a place where I'm like, okay, there's going to be time where I'm going to have to maintain until they get to a certain point. Or, you know, I'm, I'm in a position where maybe I'm not like a little worker bee, but I have a little bit more power and influence. So if I say meetings over and I'm going to go to hang out with my child, that I'm able to do that. So whether that's getting to a specific place in your career or getting to an employer that is supportive of, you know, lifestyles like that, then like that ish needs to be figured out and handled. So I think from that perspective, like that needs to be together. We already talked about um, a stable partner, but I wouldn't be having no child if I wasn't in a stable relationship. And I'm not saying that things can't change in the future, but again, back to the story about like, oh, I got pregnant after a month, would never, um, <laughs> would never, yeah. I, I, I couldn't, I would have to be like, I know who you are as a person and you would be there for me and my child, like our child, you would be there for, 
I don't want to be in a position where I think like, you know, if it doesn't work out with him, like I'll get it to work out with somebody else. Like, I don't want to be in that position and where I have a whole bunch of like half siblings running around either. Like, I need to know that you are going to be a stable constant in my life. And I trust you with your parenting you know, decisions. We've had the conversations of like yeah, how we you. are going to parent, how we want to raise our children, and that we are aligned on all of those things. Like I'm not right. going to have and a I child think it's with even, someone without having those kinds of conversations. Yeah. And I think it's even more like, I, it's like, okay, stable parent, even without me being there. Like it's like- Because God forbid something happens to me. Exactly. It's like, do you trust that person to take care of them without you? That's really like what it comes down to as well. And like, even you brought up a good point about like, you know, having career and like some people are, have the ability to be stay at home and like do that life, which, you know what? Sign me up. Who's, who's looking for a position? I'm not that I'm going to have your child today, but if I could stay at home, that would be great (laughs) and not work. Thanks. Right, right, right. But like, also that is still, I mean, but at the same time, it's still a job. You know, it's still they uh, Jay Shetty, um, I think, was calculating on his podcast, like maybe it was him or maybe it was another podcast. But they were talking about the what an annual salary should be for a stay at home mom. Um, And they calculated it to be like one hundred and eighty six thousand dollars annually should be. Yes, should be the cost that stay at home moms receive for all of the responsibilities that they have as it relates to taking care of this child at the home. So I'm like, I feel it because it's a lot of work and people like to minimize how much work it is. Like you're just at home watching Cocoa Melon with the kids. Like that's not all we're doing, okay? I'm probably the one responsible for scheduling their appointments and ensuring that there's food in the house and making sure that they have like educational activities and not just fun activities, but also, you know, introducing them to people, teaching them, you know, what it's like to be a person and a contributing member to society on top of the care of the household, like all of the laundry that comes with it, all of the upkeep of the home. Like there's a ton of things that you are responsible for that Mm -hmm. so many people end up taking taking for granted Mm -hmm. so yeah um I also think from a um I did I talk about ready to think about somebody else more than yourself we've kind of talked about that already but obviously you have to be in a place where like you are okay with not prioritizing yourself. And I talked about that as it relates to career and, you know, vacations and dinners and, you know, hanging out with your friends and doing your own thing. Um, But I think the most important thing is that you have healed from your own trauma. I'm not healed. (laughs) That you are not bringing a child into this world and you are at least not even aware of your trauma. If you're not even aware of your, your traumas, your triggers, like, you shouldn't be having a child and awareness is just the first step. Like, are you taking the necessary, now that you're aware, are you healing? Are you in therapy? Are you talking to someone? Do you know what you need to be? Are you having the conversations you need to be having to heal yourself? Or if you feel like the conversations are necessary and the other person is, you know, willing to participate as well. Um, But like, are you healed? And we're never going to be fully healed, but I think um, you need to be at a place where it's like, you don't get set off so easily. Like you're not going to pass these things down to your child because trauma is inherited. Mm -hmm. Like whatever your grandma was feeling went to your grand, 
it went to your mom. Whatever your mom's feeling went to you. Whatever you're feeling is going to go to your child unless it is passed down or unless it is stopped. Sorry. Like you have to decide to make a different decision um, about how you're going to behave, about how you're going to interact with that child. Like just because this is like super surface level, but just because like, you know, spanking was okay. Maybe you're going to stop spanking. Like maybe you're going to do some of the gentle parenting tips that, you know, people should be doing, right? Like, you know, and are you at a place where you can do that ish? Like, do you know where your anger is coming from, why you're angry and that you're not going to just like pass that down to your child, right? Um, There's like a ton of things that you need to fully just be aware of from a mental health perspective about your traumas um, so that you're not passing that down to your child because you don't want to break your child, honestly. Like you don't want to that you like just minimize the pain that they will feel in life um, as much as possible by healing your own pain. One hundred percent, it's a big deal. That's a pro- yeah, you're right. That is the most important one. So. Thank you. I, I'm smart. Y'all just think that I'm out here like super superficial, which true, but I'm like also aware of like the deep things. Right, like we all got layers, we all got onions, we all Shrek. We all got onions, we all Shrek. I love that. So, um, that's where we are on a baby topic. I think that this is very robust. I know we had a slow start with Kayla's shoe story. Um, (laughs) so if you made it past that, thank you. I think we were able to have a really good dialogue. It's probably our longest episode if we keep this all at one. Um, situation, but I think it's a lot of good content. I we don't have an editor, so I don't know how <laughs> it would be. This one episode, up. just take breaks. Okay, take your breaks. Um, listen to back. it when you gotta build a bed and take eighty-five years to listen to it back. when you like on your way to the gym, at the gym, on your way home from the gym, in the shower from the gym. You know, all the things. Um, so that leads us into our tip of the week. Tip of the week. Who am I taking this from? Tip of the week. Yeah, we know. The Heath Dolls. The Heath Dolls. If you don't follow them, you should. They're cute. They're also our nieces. Um, so our tip this week um, is basically to speak up for yourself. Say how you feel, even if it's scary or giving you anxiety. Um, speaking your truth is healing. We were talking about healing your traumas, okay? Um, Yes, this may be a personal story that I'll have to share on a whole other day and try not to go into too many details because I need to respect people's boundaries and who wants to be included on the podcast. But um, it feels so much better to just say how you feel. Um, You shouldn't have to always, right? And then there's a way to go about saying things and being respectful and not just like being, you know, disrespectful and, you know, blurting out whatever you have to say. But like, you do not have to um, walk on eggshells to make somebody else comfortable. Like you do not, is not your responsibility to be the one uncomfortable to please somebody else. And so um, that can cause anxiety. It can cause probably literal illness within yourself Mm -hmm. physically can um like arise and so really just being honest with yourself um and speaking your truth is something that can be very healing um and can actually lead to the ultimate like change maybe that you would like to see and experience so um 
even if you feel scared and you're like, how are they going to react? How are they going to take this? Like super anxious, super nervous on like a response, like those feelings will go away. They will subside. And at the end of that, you will have clarity. You will have clear communication. Um, and it's up to the other person to decide how to interact with you. But if they don't, you know, honor that, they don't hold space for what it is that you have said, you know how to move after that. Now, you know, like I have spoken, I have done what I have to do. I've said what I have to say. And, you know, if this ends up being a relationship that is, you know, of value to them, they'll respect that. And if it's not, then you know how you can move. And you don't have to keep that relationship in your life. So that is my tip of the week, the tip of the week. <laughs> so um, we would like to just thank you. You know, you're like, just to end the podcast. It's been two hours. Um, it hasn't, but almost. Um, so we would just like to thank you if you've made it this far. We love you. Um, we'll try and post more on Instagram so that you can tell me that you love me back. Like, I don't know who you are that listen, but like, I want, I want to be, I want to be loved. Um, so follow us on Instagram, as Kayla mentioned at the beginning at sisterish underscore podcast, um, and send us an email on what you thought about this. If you learned something new, if it's changed your perspective, um, if you think that there's something that we are missing and you want to, you know, tell us about it, we are open to learning, um, to help us understand ourselves a little bit better. Maybe there's something that we need to know to help us understand ourselves. Um, and then we can relay that to the community. So if you would like to send us like a longer form message or ask advice, um, you can send us an email at sisterishpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but we will speak with you all next time. Love you. Bye.